Hey, what's going on, Facebook friends and family, <laughs> as well as Florida Fourth Estate aficionados? So glad to have you with us after what was a magical weekend in which football actually returned. Ginger Gadsden, were you glued to your television? I know I was. I know you were. I wasn't that glued. I mean, I, I went in and out because, you know, I'm a Bucks fan. Sorry if anybody's offended by that, but I used to live in Tampa, so but then I turned it off quickly. Actually, I um, am so, offended by that. <laughs> and I know college football, that's exciting as well. I, I watched a lot of that, and I was feeling sad for you, Matt. I felt I almost called you just to make sure you were okay, but then I thought it's just better to maintain silence. You want to know what the funny thing is? You know, I've been looking forward to this, and uh, yeah, I've been really have. excited, as you know, about football coming back. And then I realized that uh, I'm a Florida State fan. This was it was a nice break. It was a nice break from football. Uh, I didn't I hadn't yelled at my TV in months. <laughs> you didn't, and you here we are as much as you. <laughs> <laughs> so believe it or not, we are awesome. talking football on Florida's fourth estate this week. And so we brought in two awesome dudes uh, to talk about football with us. And I get to try out my four shot this week. Check this out. We've got Michael Coe. Uh, he's been a journeyman. He was drafted in the fifth round from Alabama State. He's a cornerback. He's played for a lot of teams, started with the Colts. Joining us, he's at the top right. And many of you in uh, Central Florida will recognize the guy at the bottom left. That is Mac Loudermilk, former <laughs> UCF punter. Now, usually it's weird if you have a punter on, but this guy is like the most well-known punter. Uh, he's one of the most famous UCF players ever just from his celebrations and that amazing beard, which he has. So glad to have the mountain man on with us. And, uh, we're excited that you both could join us. So thank you so much. Hopefully you all had a, a great weekend. Michael, I want to start with you. I know it's weird. I know there's a lot of different, uh, kind of things going on. What were your impressions? What did you find, uh, that you were most excited about and what was most weird for you and different maybe? Um, what I was most excited about, I think it was just uh, watching football again. Uh, I I kind of figured it was going to turn out the way it did in a little bit. You, you, usually when you don't have OTAs in minicamp, the more seasoned or veteran teams or the teams, if you will, that had a superstar, uh, that's, that's, that's kind of going to be the equalizer. So I wasn't overly surprised of the teams that had new additions, uh, teams that, you know, draft picks or depending on draft picks to play that <clears throat> didn't really get a rookie minicamp or anything like that. So, um, you know, you, you saw some big plays happen uh, just because of that. And so uh, I think the the weird thing, the weirdest thing was seeing Tom Brady in a Tampa Bay uniform. I think that's probably the weirdest thing I saw, <laughs> saw all weekend. <laughs> also weird seeing him lose. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, not when he played the Giants. So, you know, for me, I'm kind of, you know, I got a pretty good record against Tom Brady. So, but yeah, for everybody else, pretty much. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Mac, I'd like to bring you in here. What did you think uh, watching? I know you were excited to see it uh, just because it's been gone for so long. Uh, was What were you excited about? What was weird for you? What did you think? Yeah, I was just excited that football is back, quite honestly. I loved hearing all the theme music, college game day, NFL Sunday. Um, I just loved all that. And then the weirdest thing for me was the crowd noise, hearing the crowd noise, but then realizing when they do like shots of the actual crowd, it's nothing but cardboard cutouts or maybe a couple practice squad guys in the stands sitting there watching. But uh, overall, I think I wasn't too surprised, like Michael said, but uh, I was I'm very happy that football is now back in our lives again. Yeah. That crowd noise really weirded me out. I don't know if you noticed that, Gigi, while they were playing all of a sudden, like 
the on the uh, some games didn't have much and then the nfl games they'd pump in the fake crowd noise and it was like the Mm -hmm. crowd would just start cheering all of a sudden i'd be like wait what is happening but it was it was artificial there was there was nothing (laughs) it it really weirded me out for somebody on the soundboard i think but you know it's like get it in while you can i I just feel like but don't you think that's a it's a very important part of the game though because i was watching some baseball as well and you know you get these incredible plays and if you've you just get crickets, man, it can't be the same. So you want, you know, even if it's kind of weirdly pumped in, you still want that, that support. Don't you? That's like an, you know, it's another element of the game. Yeah, it's true. Michael, what do you you think? Especially down there in New Orleans, uh, you know, that that's one of their big advantages playing in that dome. They don't really lose down there and not to have it kind of like what Max said, you know, Watching the game sometimes, it did kind of like a scrimmage. Uh, you didn't really hear anything, you, you know what I mean? It was just, um, I don't know, the echoes of the, the collisions weren't the same. It was just, it was a different, it was a definitely different feel. And uh, being a different defensive player, you definitely love to hear the crowd on third down. Love hearing the, you know, the hype music they play on third downs and shorts or third and longs. And you just didn't hear that. Uh, but like Max said, at the end of the day, it was just great to have football uh, back on TV. How many of you guys ha- actually had more than one screen up at the same time? I did. <laughs> for sure. For yeah. sure. Laptop, TV. Wow. So I'm the odd one. Okay, fine. <laughs> I just wanted to enjoy that one game right while it was happening. So I just, you know, it's weird because we do that in newsrooms all the time and we don't think of other people. But this was your moment to really you know, take in all those games because everyone's really missed it. So do you think with the environment we're in right now, what do you think is next? Because everyone's terrified. Every time I saw a tackle, I'm like, I, I'm just thinking about the virus. And that's what a lot of people are thinking about. Did, did that cross? It had to cross your minds as well. For me personally, I wouldn't say so because I forget. I think it was Adam Schefter came out with a tweet saying that over for everyone in the NFL, the players, the administrative staff, the front office, they all tested negative for the virus. So going into into week one, no one had the virus to give it to anybody. So I think that's a that's a big accomplishment for the NFL. And now it's going to be something they've kind of set the precedent for college and for what high schools can now look to to emulate as far as going forward. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, I was curious what you might have thought of that, Michael, because people were saying since it's not like the NBA where there is a bubble but these players are kind of in their own bubble, right, Michael? I mean, they, they must have some sort of bubble going on to have nobody test positive in this first week. Yeah, I, I, I remember meeting, I think I'm reading the Seahawks. They kind of had like a bubble uh, hotel, uh, obviously kind of got uh, more popular for the wrong reasons. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think, uh, you know, you you guys sweating on you all the time and, you know, maybe sometimes there's blood get on you a little bit. So, I mean, I kind of thought about it a couple of times, more or less when I saw Jamal Adams had that <clears throat> had that tackle. Uh, they kind of zoomed it in over and over, and I was like, man, I wonder about that. But I think at the end of the day, like kind of Max said, that the protocols are pretty pretty stringent, and you are in your own little bubble, so to speak, anyway. Uh, and the fact that how many times, the frequency of which they test guys, and like you said, the staff, and I'm, I'm sure, pretty sure pretty, before the game, after the game, on the travel, they're playing, they're, they're doing the same thing. So. Uh, I, I think the NFL is going to make it safe as possible. Uh, obviously, nothing is hundred uh, percent proof, but uh, I think a lot of the guys that you just watching them play, everybody was just excited just to play again. Yeah, the, the NFL did a really nice job. We've got uh, 
Definitely some emotional responses here. Rick Bosley joining us. He says, Louder Milk Swag joining us. Uh, he's excited about the Louder Milk. I know he's my buddy. He's a big UCF fan. Uh, Rhett Turnbow talking Steeler Nation. He's excited about it. And then we have some poor Dolphins fans. Uh, Chris Persona says the Dolphins have the losing virus. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I, feel, I was like, man, are, am I sure that my Florida State Seminoles didn't have – they've got some sort of sickness today. I don't know, yeah. I don't know what it is, but uh, it, was, it, was, it was ugly. So uh, we bring back that nice angst that many of us get uh, as, as football fans. Um, so you guys just watching it uh, overall – just just more excitement than anything, Mac. And Mac, we talked a lot about pros, but I want to talk about college a little bit because I feel like it would be so much harder to keep these kids from getting sick because you really can't isolate them as much as you can the pros, right? Definitely. It's, it's harder because the kids want to play, but uh, I think at most universities, the environment that they're in right now is kind of hard to keep everyone in a bubble, so to say, because they're still asking the kids to go to these classrooms, to mingle with all the students who are on campus who, quite honestly, don't care if there's football being played. They just want to go out and get drunk this weekend. And so uh, it's it's hard to ask these college kids to do everything like they're supposed to do, but then they also have to go to these classes where kids who could give less than two rips about the protocols that the university has set forward. So it's going to be a challenge. I know Memphis had to shut down their program because they had like 20 kids test positive for the coronavirus after playing their first game. And so it's just going to be weird in college to kind of see how this, how it works out the whole rest of the season, quite honestly. Yeah, I mean, you know, you want the college experience and we've been reporting on stories where the kids are still going to parties and you can't, you can't really deny them that. You just want them to be more responsible. But when you have you know, a couple of thousand people at a house party, that's not very responsible. If you were advising UCF, not that you are, what would you say? What would be your talk to some of those students? Because you don't want football to go away. You don't want that to, you know, start up and then have to, you know, end. What would you say? To the regular students or the athletes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Just think about, don't be selfish. Because we, we had a saying on, our, on the when I was at UCF, it was, you know, you're not playing for yourself or the name on the back of your jersey. You're playing for the buddy to the left and the buddy to the right of you. And that's what kind of propelled us from that horrible 0-12 season to uh, now the success that we have. It's just it's not being selfish with what we do. We, we're thinking about our teammates and our buddies and on the locker left to us and locker to the right of us. And for the regular students, it would be before you go out and go to this this darty or this little power hour or whatever, just make sure that you have the best interest, not only for yourself, but of to your roommates that you're going back to, to classmates you see in the classroom, someone who you walk beside going uh, to class, just make sure you have their best interest in your in the mind of, of you as well going out there the day. Yeah. Michael, I'm curious, you were in the league for a while. You played for a lot of different teams. So you kind of know <laughs> the landscape very well. Are you glad a little bit you're not in it this year, or are you still kind of wishing that that you were there to experience all the craziness that is going on right now? No, I'm I'm glad I'm done. I my body can't take anymore. I've had six surgeries, and I probably had some of the fewer than most of the guys I played with. So I'm I'm ecstatic that I'm not playing anymore. It's it's good to sit back and kind of watch the game. Um, you know, you watch it different after you play for a while. You you watch it uh, from an X's and O's and maybe more of a schematic standpoint. You kind of can see what's happening before it's happening, more like a coach. 
So uh, I'm glad that I don't have to deal with this. I just had a daughter, so uh, she's barely eight weeks old almost. So I have my hands full trying to navigate that whole situation that's new for me. Uh, so trying to make sure the house is sanitized, let alone uh, a football game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Congratulations. We we buried the lead on that one. You're, she's eight weeks old. She was born July 17th, so yeah, just yeah, she will be oh eight weeks old. Gosh. Just so uh, that's that's hard I'm, enough for me, right? You now. look like you got some sleep. What's going on? What? How is that even possible? Oh man, I, when people are saying about the no sleep thing, I didn't I didn't realize it. I, I don't think words can do it justice until you actually experience it. <laughs> um, I'm in my 30s now, so no sleeping is a lot different than it was when I was in my 20s. Uh, you know, knock, no knock on anybody that experiences at different stages in life. I just can talk about my experience. I relish my sleep in my thirties now. <laughs> it's true. There's a big it's a difference. Lot, it's a lot different for me and, uh, you know, trying to deal with a whole different kind of human. So just imagine doing that. Like Mac even said on the campus, I just, I can imagine being in college right now. It has got to be hard. Uh, I, I mean, you're, you're trying to we're trying to put restrictions on 18, 19, 20 year old kids and we expect them to act like they're 30 or 40 years old. This is not gonna happen. I mean, you're, you're, your maturation level is not up there yet. And, and, and if you're an athlete, you know you have aspirations of going to that next level. A lot of times you don't know really what that takes. So you're 19. So your, your life experiences is, hasn't really prompted you that. So you're gonna do uh, the best that you can with the, the knowledge that you have. And a lot of times it's not very much. Uh, so. Uh, just being on college campus right now is, is probably terrible, boring, especially for the players. Uh, it's hard to not mingle except with your teammates, man. It's it's hard not to be a kid when you're a kid there. So I don't envy that position of the coaches there and uh, and uh, uh, the new the coaching staff uh, for for the uh, for the Knights having to deal with all that. Yeah, and, and Mac, you're you probably still know some of these. kids. He's one of those people who can. He's probably on like two hours of sleep and he's fine right now. I'd be right. I'd be a dead man. So he's he's still in his 20s and he's fine. So Mac, have you heard from some of these guys who are still in the program at UCF? Has it been weird? Has it been a lot different, or are they just kind of chugging along like normal? Um, I haven't really talked to a whole lot of them, quite honestly, because really from my time, I think there might be a couple of kickers, um, a long snapper. I know one of the GAs well, but I mean, it's just it's they're they're kind of being tight-lipped about everything they're doing. Because uh, it's one of those strategy things, I guess you could say, is you don't want the one team figuring out what you're doing as far as all that goes, making sure that you're going to have all 22 of your original starters every week, week in and week out. Mm -hmm. And so uh, but as far as I know, they're, they're, they're testing every day before they go into the meetings, their meeting rooms, or some are actually inside the field house, and then some are inside the indoor facility with a projector screen. So they're, they're doing whatever they possibly can to keep guys distanced and to uh, just try to keep this season successful as far as I know. Okay, as a lady who's never been into the guy's locker room, how do you even – I mean, I've seen movies. Um, so <laughs> I'm sure it's exactly the same. <laughs> so how do you do that? How do you keep yourself – So I mean, because you're in there and there's a lot of testosterone going, I would imagine, and so you get caught up in the moment. Don't don't laugh at me, man. I feel like Ginger's like living out one of her fantasies right now. Tell me about the locker room, Michael. <laughs> first of all, first of all, just let me put a disclaimer: there, there, there is no moments. No, there's no, no moments. Uh, 
But, I mean, honestly, people kind of keep to themselves. I mean, we kind of already know what we're there to do. Uh, we're about to bathe and, you know, go to class. I know when I was in college, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, and, and the NFL, I mean, you're, you're just such on a, um, a regiment. You know, you got to hurry up and shower. You got to be available to the media. Then you got to eat and you have meetings. So you're kind of just, you know, going about your day like you normally would. Um, some guys I remember in college had class right away. So they had to do the shower pill, put on sweats and go right away, just depending on when you had class. So, um, I mean, maybe there's more talking after a game I would think about. But, you know, during the day to day, the mundaneness of, of the uh, work week, uh, I'm pretty sure it's not not as frequent uh you know people just got their own schedule and things they have to do uh, but i'm sure like coach hypo's doing at ucf i'm sure there's probably mandates on, on that too as far as after the game uh as far as in that locker room even victory celebrations you kind of got to have to keep your distance so yeah this thing yep. this makes things interesting too for people uh like you mac uh, you're trying to get into the league you're a free agent right now i mean if one punter had a mild case of COVID for a couple of weeks, you could get a call realistically, right? Are you kind of yeah. waiting for something like that to possibly happen? Yeah, I am. Um, I kick three times a week right now and I film at least one of those sessions and I upload it to a Google docs and I have a YouTube page. that's just full of all my rolling film from January. And so uh, I'm just trying to show that I'm, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm a lefty. I know it's a commodity in the NFL. Um, if a team needs a punter for a couple of weeks, I am more than happy to lend my services and to help that team out. And now it's just all making sure I stay healthy, making sure I stay COVID free and just being ready for whenever that call comes. Yeah. What is that saying? If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. You, you, you don't look like you've let yourself go either of you. So yeah. <laughs> I've actually lost weight. So the peach boy here at UCF, I was right around. I was around 240, and uh, nice. since, since being <laughs> home, I've kind of been watching my diet more. Um, now I'm down to like 210 to 207. So um, that's the opposite of what everyone else is doing. Yeah, just want you to know. I've gained my quarantine 15. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, yeah. Come on, Mac. Michael, you never yeah. got up to 240 as a cornerback in the NFL, did you? I don't think so. Oh no. Uh, I mean, I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but it's it's hard for me to gain weight. Uh, I was a track athlete too, so me being 196 was a struggle for me. That was a whole nother job uh, for me to maintain that weight since I've got done playing. Oh yeah, I've lost probably at least 12, 15 pounds off the rip. I have to work out to keep the weight on, you know, so I don't look, you know, too frail. I got to show these young guys I still can do a little something, but. Uh, uh, Great, right we all now, hate you now. Great, Michael. Most, so uh, it was nice to meet you. <laughs> Hope to never see you again. <laughs> no, that's a great problem to have. Uh, I'm a little jealous, for sure. Well, uh, well, this has been a fun talk with you guys. I appreciate you so much for joining us here on Florida's Fourth Estate. Mac Loudermilk, I really hope to see you in the NFL one day with that hair just a flowing, that lion's mane just blowing in the wind, and those celebrations <laughs> are amazing. That would be nice. Super yeah. excited. Uh, oh, if you're an NFL team, gosh. Don't call Michael Coe because he's busy. All right, he doesn't. He's, yeah. he's, he's got spit up he's got, and diapers he's so. dealing with right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he is over. I went through a couple shirts a day just myself. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. It was great having you for this edition of Florida's Fourth Estate. I love when I get Ginger talking about football. Gigi, you handled yourself very well today. 
What, what do you think I am? I don't know. I, wow. Anywho, this has been great. No, I love football. I, I love sports. Just the, you know, the competitive nature of everything. And I just love seeing people being, being able to perform at their peak and doing what they love. And that's what we got to experience this weekend. And it's, it really is a magical moment from that first nap and when everybody, it's go time. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It's nice to see people working, you know, like these people think about athletes on a different level. These guys get to go and do their job which so many people right yeah. now can't. So uh, so it's nice to see yeah. people able to kind of serve their purpose in this world. So And they're also making us forget about what's happening out in the real world, which is also very nice. It is a great distraction to have and to just really just cheer on a team or an individual and just go all in for that mm -hmm. person or, or team. It's been really nice. Yeah. So good. But I mean, stress release for the players too, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> time away from their family. And if yeah. I get to hit somebody, you kind of load a little bit of that uh, turmoil that's going on in the outside world to, uh, on your opponent. So, <laughs> I would imagine so. Sorry, guy, that was PetSmart calling me. I have an appointment. Uh, we oh. we can see your dog, Cinnamon, uh, behind you. By the way, uh, by the way, guys, I'm sure you've enjoyed seeing this look into Ginger's life. Obviously, she has a dog and she has a Peloton. Uh, you know, lock that door next time, oh, will nice. you? Sorry. I need to join the club. I need to join the Peloton club. So that sounds like you don't. Sounds like you keep the weight off just fine, Michael. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh my gosh. Well, this has been a, this has been a great edition of Florida's Fourth Estate. I really enjoyed it and I didn't embarrass myself too much. No, you did a great job. All right, just last question. Raise your hand if you're done with fake crowd noise in sports. No more <laughs> fake crowd noise? Can we all yeah. agree? Yeah, that's kind of weak. Love you guys. Let's Let get rid like of it. Practice. All right. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another edition of Florida's Fourth Estate. Have yourself a great week. This is going to be a double week. We're going to do another one on Thursday with a very lively Florida sheriff. So you want to join us then. It'll be a little different. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Good luck, Matt. Bye. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you, Matt.